Okay, so this is the POW podcast uh, in association with Flower Girl Productions. Um, So to start off, we are going to introduce ourselves as films that we feel represent us. So for me, I'm Serendipity Barbie, Serendipity about being fate and following your heart and looking for the clues in the universe, and Barbie being strong and empowered and finding where you belong as a woman. Uh, So I'm going to pass to the next person. Um, so I'm going to choose Practical Magic as my film to represent me. Um, uh, all things magical and uh, not really all things practical, but <laughs> but I apply. I suppose I apply magic to everyday life, so I guess that is Practical Magic. Uh, so my film would be Dumpling. Um, I think I'm always someone who kind of adv- advocates for plus size and how it shouldn't be changed or diminished. Um, and through my life, I've tried to... Uh, apply that to my own life. So yeah, I've chosen Black Widow. It's just about a strong woman. Yeah, which yeah. is what we should all be. Um, so what our f- our first topic is uh, women being put in boxes, or technically our society putting people in boxes because of who we are. So um, Black Widow had a really good point on this. Yeah. Um, do you wanna? No. No, she either. doesn't want. She doesn't want to do it at the moment. <laughs> um, do you want me to take it or yeah so we were talking about how um handbags and like how women aren't allowed pockets because mm. and that was another topic of ours pockets and how we we aren't given pockets and because of that we have to have handbags but if a man has a handbag or a a, a rucksack then he's considered gay yeah and how that like tries to make us into like, these block people like what, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of it yeah. definitely i mean i think i put my thing my creative piece yesterday how you know women aren't given pockets but they're given so much to carry and yeah. are expected to carry that themselves and I suppose they've got her bags and handbags and rucksacks but it's insane that we're having to carry that load both metaphorically yeah. and physically mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I don't know if you've seen it but Vogue does this video on their YouTube page which is what's in the bag and it's always a woman and right. it's always they're always telling you about their design like what designer it is and what they have in it, and though I think that's, I find it really interesting what's yeah. in somebody's bag, you never see a man on it, you never see them going, oh yeah, I've got a Gucci bag, and I keep my lipstick in it, and yeah. like we're expected to carry things, it's the same with like period products, like mm-hmm. it, there's no pocket that big f- to put a period product mm-hmm. in, and we're also shamed for if it falls out, yeah. and stuff like that, and it's just... Like but that's it, that's it, that goes back to another reason for needing pockets and clothing, you know, women's yeah. clothing tends to not have... We don't tend to have pockets, and uh, again, them needing to be big pockets if we do have them, mm-hmm. because of like wanting to put things like a pad in or a tampon or something, and th- and having that choice. I think that's the thing: having the choice to have something practical to be able to put it in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're taking away the shame factor, taking away any of that, because that's like a whole different subject. Like that should that shouldn't be a thing. But yeah, you, I would argue that we have even more of a need for pockets mm-hmm. for that reason. Yeah. And like they make purses bigger and bigger, like the fashion mm. the bigger the purse, but yeah, you, you can't put the purse in your pocket. No, <laughs> it's no. Yeah. so silly. Yeah. And like, yeah, the amount of need it is. And then also, sort of like being fake feminist by putting fake pockets. Yeah. And like, being like, they have pockets, but they don't. And so, and making it seem like, giving it the idea like pockets are a fashion statement but we're going to make sure they're not there so that you're hindered in it yeah you're not going to use them for a practical well i think it stems down to um 
the body shape. Mm -hmm. So if you have pockets and you put things in your pocket, you haven't got like a, a perfect body line. It's all mm. you know, not streamlined. That's why they make. Oh my god! Yeah. That's why yeah. you have like underwear that are seamless, so you can't see the seam because it's all about the shape of the body and the body yeah, line. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put things, if you have pockets, you can put things in them, and that you wouldn't yeah. have that. Perfect. Um, Streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh my God, yeah. With the hoik, I remember as a child, I wouldn't want to sit down with my coat zipped up because the, the zip would be all weird. And, and Yeah. And like, I always felt ashamed of that, but that's something that you shouldn't be no. worried about, like, to affect your body size because children are beautiful. Everybody is beautiful. Yeah. And that's, I think that would be with pockets as well. Like, if you sit totally. down with a hoodie and your pocket is full. Yeah. But then, like, not having a pocket, it's... One of the most biggest joys to find something random in your yeah. head, like yeah. finding that <laughs> dice early. I was like, like everything holds a memory in like yeah. bits of pebble and dirt. Like my my brother, he has pockets and he fills them with all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff. Like he'll be like, this is my tiny lizard that I found, and it's yeah. like just a little plastic lizard. Like he found like a little tiny baby doll, it's like that big, mm -hmm. and he just carries it around. Yeah. And like that's like everybody should have that joy mm -hmm. in pockets. Absolutely, yeah, I completely agree. Um, and uh, I, again, it comes back to like the whole the system. The fact the system is programmed to not expect us to be those little adventurers, those people that might want to pick things up or yeah. you know keep loads of stuff mm -hmm. in our pockets, and um, we're supposed to keep them in bags and like it be mm -hmm. some sort of neat, conditioned little way, rather than it being a goes back to what you were saying, um, company about. Um, the silhouettes and the shapes and this perfect image that we're supposed to portray. Do we do we think that men feel that pressure as well? I mean, I feel like there is a pressure on them in a, in a different way, perhaps. Yeah. Well, like you were saying with the the lip sole, yeah. how you know you never have them saying, "Oh, I've got this lip sole." No. But yet, what is lip sole? It's just to protect your lips. Yeah. Everyone has the same need for it, but yeah. yet they have to borrow their yeah. partners or yeah. you know, they can't have gendered. Yeah. Like, well, then, it, or, like, if a man needs... I, I remember watching Dawson's Creek, if you've ever seen yeah. that, and the way the parents, like, the, their first kiss was when uh, she, she had chapped lips and he put the lips on and kissed her. And I thought that was really sweet, yeah. but at the same time, it was, like, sort of using lips or, like, a thing that everybody needs to, and sexualising it, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and it sort of was, like, a fine line between something being really sweet and something being kind of, like, that's random. yeah. Yeah. And like outdated and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's like you were saying yesterday about the uh, walking home in the dark, mm -hmm. and you said about how your friend had offered, well, next time I need to go somewhere, you know, I'll yeah. walk with you. And like, that, that is really sweet, but it shouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. and I think it's yeah. that that line, isn't it? And like, yeah, like this, we were talking. Me and uh, Black Widow were talking about how, like, a, a guy once told me that if you have, as a guy, if you have both ears pierced, not mm. just one, you can have one and you're straight but if you have both ears pierced you're gay no way yeah and so and and i've talked to multiple guys wow. and they've all said the same thing and that was like why we were talking about when like, did that become like a universal like, like a truth a thing yeah. because when i that? was when i was younger it was it depended on the year as well it had to be a certain year yeah. oh my god wow yeah. okay and like yeah it's like in friends and joey can't have a handbag because yeah. it's gay and they'll make fun of it it's like mm. It's stereotypes of women, and those are the ones that we see the most. And, yeah. it's, and it's an outrage, it's awful. And then there's the subtle ones about men. Definitely. And they need challenging as well. And they mm -hmm. do need more, yeah, m more of a, a 
a light shone on them because actually I think that helps perpetuate this toxic masculinity, this um, men versus woman kind of thing where actually, really, when it comes down to it, it's, it's a system that has just stayed the same for years and years and years that is causing the damage. And it's about smashing that system and it's going to take a lot of time for both sides, I think, to find a footing again, like find find some new ground, like start again, start from scratch. I think that's what needs to yeah. happen. It sometimes feels like we need, like this whole system needs something to attack. Yeah. Like it needs to make women feel smaller, it needs men to feel a certain way. And like it sort of feels like they, they won't attack us head on with certain things anymore, but they still subtly do it. Like you can't have really close female friends because then you're gay, yeah. and you're like, and then you use that against you mm-hmm. because you're a potential lesbian just because yeah. you're close friends. Yeah. And like, instead of it being like, oh, you can't wear like people still say like you can't wear that skirt because it's too sexual and you mm-hmm. attract people, but they're finding new ways to like do it better. Like they're doing yeah. patriarchy, patriarchy yeah. better, but like yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, like it's funny you mentioned that about the. I found with me doing a lot of my work with, within a feminism sector, I've had thrown at me, words like I'm a man hater, mm-hmm. um, or that I'm a secret lesbian, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I just it just baffles me because, I uh, again I. I I mean, when it's completely missing the point, these people are missing the point of what what I'm doing. Um, And to stand up for women doesn't make me a man hater. I don't know if you ever have you ever come across anybody make comments like that to you? Um, Yeah, quite a few people have been like, because you stand up for women's rights, they mean like, well, you're not taking into consideration what men feel. I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's not the point. No, no. (laughs) Like, it's the same with like. Um, Black Lives Matter and people saying all lives matter. All lives do matter, but but the like white have been seen more and yeah. heard more and have more bias towards them, and so we need to even it mm-hmm. out and have it fair and yeah. be able like an equal playing field so that not everybody feels boxed in. And yeah. that's what feminism is. It's so like I looked up a definition of it, and it's not. Uh, like female supremacy it's mm-hmm. equality between female and male that's right it's so mm-hmm. when people say you're a man hater no we're not we're a system hater we're yeah people exactly who want equality yeah and i sort of feel like people who don't know that about feminism don't have a right to hate on it because yeah. they haven't done their research they haven't tried to Damn straight yeah they mm-hmm. haven't tried to understand They've just gone. This is something I will I will hate now. And uh, yeah. if you don't agree with me destroying it, then you are the problem. Yeah, yeah. It is, and it is that it's the feeding on the hate because the people who are trying to tear feminism down or tear women down, they're not mm. tearing women down and building men up. They're no. tearing men down as well. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not. They're just they're hating on all angles. There's yeah. no Mm-mm. positivity for either side. No. No, it's like you just it makes you ashamed. Like, they want you to be ashamed, and then you just feel ashamed of what they've created. And it's just, like, this spiral that you can't get out of. And it's just trying to... Like, it's like, what do you do? Because I think, like, another one of our topics that we want to go through is feminism through the throughout the years. And sometimes I feel like 
feminism is portrayed in the media is this loud, like you have to yell everything and yeah. you have to make really violent acts of your beliefs and you need to be a firebrand or something. But I think what would help women around us who, to understand feminism, because if you don't know what feminism is, the internet won't tell you. It'll just say it's like this and this, mm-hmm. and it'll be all patriarchal views that want to, you to stay in your place. Yeah. And I think what would be very helpful for women is understanding it more because there will be women out there who will not realise that they are a feminist. They just yeah. think that they don't agree. They they aren't a feminist because they aren't aligning with other women's views yes. who are being more yeah. vocal about feminism. Yeah. Or being very active. I think you can still be a feminist without having to be constantly... Act- We're all active in our own way, but there's yeah. this view, isn't there, this stereotypical view of, like, unless you're out there protesting on the picket, the picket line, line yeah, and, yeah. like, you know, giving it some, or you're constantly challenging left, right and centre. One, it's exhausting for us to have to do that. Two, we shouldn't have to be constantly doing that. That's the whole point. Um, and three, it's just... There are, like you said, there are subtle complexities in different ways that you can... We're all doing our bit for feminism. Each time we challenge something, whether it's doing a protest, whether it's disagreeing with something in a conversation and, and putting our... Just using our voice, using yeah. our voice. And some of us use our voice louder than others. It doesn't make anyone's voice less mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And you're right, that's a really important thing, and I think we need more... Maybe more education around what feminism yeah. is. And maybe yeah. more examples of... It's like, yes, subtle feminism. It's like, at my school we were talking about this yesterday, it's like, the girls get blamed for attracting the boys and, like, that that how they wear, like, their school uniform is it's their fault and you never see a, a female teacher standing up to it yeah. or a male teacher standing up to yeah. it. And I think... Which is scary. Yeah, and so you... And, like, lots of behaviours that are very toxic are normalised as banter and stuff like that. And so... I think if we were having, like, it should be a it should be a hashtag like hashtag subtle feminism, yeah, and like, like just subtle things of standing up, and I think once that fire of wanting justice is lit, once you realise that that person touching you in that way, or that person looking at you that way, or that comment wasn't all right, like thinking about it, that makes me angry, and I want it to stop I want people Mm -hmm. to realize that that is not okay because there are so many girls who think it's fine and like or if they don't agree if they have a healthy relationship with a male they call me a pick me girl and they turn they like tear down for it and I just I want like I want that to stop and I want other people to realize that's not okay yeah and like hey hey yeah firmly agree yeah Mm -hmm. like breaking it down yeah yeah, um, so just, like, not the light in the conversation, because it's very needed, but we're going to move on to if feminism was a cake flavour. Um, yeah, would you like to start? So I had to think about this earlier, <laughs> uh, and I said that I think it would be red velvet. Because ah, red good, velvet is never what you expect it to be. Yeah. yeah. Like, it always looks like something, and it tastes something different, um, and it's delicious either way. But it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. not what I'm also going to go at it from the, the menstruation angle as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Can't help it. Absolutely. <laughs> Went yeah, there. Absolutely. You were saying like a rose. It was like yeah. rose yeah. hip. Oh, rose hip. Oh, yeah. Rose hip. I made a cake with one of my friends and it, it, it was shaped as a, 
a rose hip. Mm. My dad didn't like it, but me and, I, <laughs> me and my friend liked it, so. Yeah, like Amazing. something very subtle, but okay. like, like can change. And, yeah. Um, is definitely like powerful. Mm. Like it's not a powerful taste, but I think, and it can taste to different people. And like, yeah. it should definitely be gluten free as well. Because <laughs> like everybody has access to it. Yep. Um, yeah. But I think feminism and everybody is it's a different cake flavour for everyone. That's right. It's all like point. yeah. For somebody, it will be chocolate. It will be like dark and strong and mm. and kneaded. And for others, it might be like I'm trying to think of cake flavors like lemon, like a bit zingy, yeah, and interesting and a bit yeah. sugary and yeah. Like when you think of feminism, you think of like, like yellow and bright and happy. Like it's yeah. I think everybody has like a different perspective. It comes back to that feeling of um, how we, how each of us do feminism, how mm. we view feminism, how we feel most comfortable with feminism and I think you're right um I I was struggling to try and come up with a particular flavor but I just kept thinking about rainbow colors again yeah, a bit similar yeah. to you like just like mm. a whole load of just a mishmash because each and every single one is relevant exciting needed part mm. of it can't pick one it all mm. just needs to be put in together um yeah and I think it's like the like feminism is exciting I think people forget that it's that they think of the protesting and yeah. the need to be equal and this like massive fight we're in because mm. that's what it really is but you forget how exciting it is to be like I'm a feminist and I am a woman who believes in the future yeah like I think that's really easily forgotten yeah and it sometimes feels like it's portrayed as if you're a feminist and you're fighting that you lose your femininity you can't enjoy your boobs or your body you've got to be like mm -hmm. men shouldn't enjoy this so we shouldn't enjoy yeah. this and I want to be able to be like, yeah, I feel confident in my body and I feel I'm brilliant. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it, it, it is that, isn't it? And I feel we focus so much on the anger because of how angry we feel about things. Yeah. That we, like you said, when, when you are all together and you, you, you are rooting for this cause, that you've got all these women yeah. around you. That, yeah, that, it's that sisterhood, awesome. isn't it? Yeah. It's that feeling of part of a collective and that vibration of uh, we're stronger together when we all support each other and raise each other up again that's another really important thing about feminism it's raising each other up um i know we're encouraged actively all the time it seems to put our fellow like sisters against each other mm -hmm. and compete or aspire to be like each other and ditch our own individuality when actually you know spaces like what we've created today at Powell, for example, it's about everyone feeling like they can bring their whole selves to the table and we all celebrate and raise each other up. And the more of that we can do, the more I think that cements feminism as well. Mm -hmm. That helps cement it. And actually, I think I think there is a large portion of men that actually would like to get in on what we're doing, what we have. They want that for them. Yeah. I know from, from speaking to somebody um, close to me that who is male and has said that they feel like that we that men have a lot to learn from women in the sense mm -hmm. that we we go to each other when we have problems you know we lean on each other we there's just that automatic kind of what can i do for you mm -hmm. and i think it's actually patriarchal systems that try and rip that apart from us or or make us compete against each other i don't think it's naturally instinctive in us mm -hmm. i think it's from media i think it's from pressure i think it's jealousy sometimes I've got to admit I do think it's like a patriarchal frustration that they 
that we we can still, despite having things pushed against us and being treated quite badly <laughs> all the time, a lot of the time, we still can come together. And that's quite powerful. And like you say, it's exciting, it's beautiful. And that is something actually that if men maybe came more together in the sense of supported each other in the way that women support each other, it would be very interesting to see if the system started to change yeah. more. Because I think it would. I think it would subtly begin to yeah. change. And then those small seeds would be huge. Because there's such... Like, we've, we're technically a women's circle, which is really cool. Because mm. I, was, I was talking about it the other day to a friend, and I was like, I really want a women's circle. Mm -hmm. And I've been brought yeah. here by the universe. <laughs> and it's sort of like... It's powerful. It fills you with energy, and it brings you what you need. And so I think, yeah, what you said, if men like had a taste of the yeah. feminist cake, like yeah. if they felt the flavour then they would be able to weave it into their Absolutely. lives. Because we're supposed to have a balance of yin and totally. yang. Yeah. And have that, like, we're supposed to have our masculinity and our femininity. Yes. And it's sort of like we ignore that balance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe my catchphrase at the moment, but I want to be political and I want to wear pink and I don't want to be discriminated for that. Yes. And that is just generally what it feels like. I want to be able to harness my yang, but I want yin and I want other people to have their yin and feel confident in it because yeah. a lot of the time people don't No, or it's kind of seen as a weakness if you are showing whether depending on either side so if men are showing their more feminine side that that other mm -hmm. side of them to balance them out like you say it's seen as like weaknesses of like oh it's a label i'm going to attach you mm -hmm. give you a label instead mm -hmm. of just being like okay you're you're expressing what's really a normal part of of who you are because we're not just we're not defined by being masculine or feminine. Yeah. We are both. We should be both. Um, and again, with women, when women are dip into their, their masculine side, they're seen as bossy, rude. Um, you know, it, it's... Whereas a man might be seen as powerful and assertive and all the right words. Um, you know, so it's, it's just flipped negatively, whichever way you're doing it, whether it's male or female and again we just need to start ditching the I think it's all it roots down to like a gendered thing doesn't it mm -hmm. we need to just which is which I think we're starting to touch on now as a society we're, we're talking more about it but it's actively making the change isn't it and it's just like there's it's like a one massive weed that it's not gonna be easy to pull up yeah mm -hmm. I don't think it's gonna you know it's Gonna take more than a couple of shovels. Yeah. I was thinking I was watching an interview the other day which was two it was the new Bond movie and it was the two lead females and they one of the interviewers said, How does it feel to be like such a powerful female voice in it? And the the um the like actress shut it down. She was like, Actually, like if you in the film you don't call them powerful male characters. No. So we're technically just being a woman's narrative. Mm -hmm. So why do we need to put powerful because again it's another box. Yeah. yeah. Like we can you can be powerful in loads of different ways. Absolutely. You don't have to be powerful in the sense that like you you're a woman who like fought mm -hmm. physically and did all of these things and so you're a powerful woman like yeah. there's lots of different ways of looking yeah. at it. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, feminism's a long way to go. And so my final question is, if you could change one thing that is in our system, which is really difficult because mm -hmm. there's so much, but yeah. if there's one thing, what would it be? Why don't you start, Poppy? You oh. already have one. Um, boobs not being sexual objects. I thought, yeah. like, there's this one little thing that would 
change a lot because like your butt and your boobs your butt is so that you can sit down and it can be comfortable yeah. and your boobs are technically to feed children yeah. there's I, like I, I sometimes was like again a friend's quote was like um joe i think joey said to one of the girls like you can just look down there there you're so lucky and like and because of that we're like we can't sexualize them for ourselves but there's nothing there's like they're just there yeah like they are they're there for a reason yeah their evolution uh-huh. like you don't really go up to a dog and go oh they're like <laughs> their teats are really attractive like <laughs> no yeah. no it's so true yeah so that would be like one thing i would change yeah I, I have one is like if you if you're not like society like pretty and mm. skinny, you feel like you need to be quiet and make yourself like yeah. and hunch over and smaller because yeah. you don't need to and you can be loud and funny and not yeah. mm-hmm. feel like ashamed for if you have like if you said something that no one yeah. else knows about and yeah yeah it's that, that making yourself smaller yeah unless yeah. you are yeah. a certain yeah that that is a that is a really good one and that is a real. And just being individual, like, because, um, and not feeling like you're having to be individual, just being yourself. Cause, yeah. Because, like, it was, like, a trope in movies of wearing glasses and reading a book in a bar. Yeah. And, like, being that girl. That's Again, different. it's labels, isn't it? Yeah. It's and, so dangerous. It's and, stereotypes and, like, what we're supposed to be. And, like, I can remember when I was younger thinking I changed, I, I had a natural middle parting. All the bitchy girls, all the blondes had side partings and all the cute quirky girls that the guys picked had side partings and I was like oh, I've got to change my hair now and like yeah and now I'm like sort of like I prefer it in the middle but mm-hmm. like it's like that sort of thing and I think yeah you should be individual without feeling like you're trying to be part of the system yeah it's mad isn't it because I don't know if any of you think this I mean I am um, I do think um I do think <laughs> things like this on the regular so but like do you ever just think, like, isn't it crazy, all these these concepts, all these things that have been set up, where the hell, like, did they all come from and why, who, like, just how much easier life would be if all of that was just stripped away? And I know it's human nature to be, I guess, to want to grow, to take up space, to expand, to, you know, that, that desire for, like, it all comes down to power, I suppose, and control, and I do think that's what the whole system is about it's about putting you in a in a space where you feel like if you don't conform you're not right therefore next thing what can we do we can sell you products to try and make you be right we can tell you what you you know it's all it all comes down to that but if you just strip it all back I just I just think how much simpler everything would be and I don't know sometimes I find it quite overwhelming that it's as extensively shit as it is like isn't it it's quite like mm. wow like it's quite baffling to kind of get your head around I mean yeah I, I, I want to be honest I spend a lot of time thinking about how much simpler everything could be yeah. if we just yeah. <laughs> deconstructed this I system always, <laughs> I always have that like dilemma between having that not having judgment yeah and that not having people have judgment about you and keeping the judgment and then I think well but that, that roots back to opinion. And if we didn't have opinion, that we wouldn't like anything because we haven't got an opinion on something. True, yeah. So then I think, well, maybe it should be that the thing I would change is is the ability to care about what people think. Yes, and yeah. That's, and even that it's, it's hard because then you think, well, it shouldn't be me that changes. No, but... And if I didn't take that, if it could wash over me... Yeah. And if it could wash over everybody... Yeah. Then we'd still have that opinion, but it would... I don't know, it's really yeah, difficult. Yeah, I know, I, know I, I, I hear you, yeah. And I think if somebody 
didn't see it's so like the word fat if, they, if everybody saw that as just a neutral word yeah rather than it being a negative word yeah then it'd be easier if mm-hmm. people saw um you know oh you, you know you look this way because you've got that if it was more of a neutral word rather than yeah. just being that means that's bad yeah yeah you know I, 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 it's difficult isn't yeah it? i think yeah. mine would be um well i think equality in general is yeah, obviously a thing yeah like the base but women's health being taken seriously yeah mm-hmm. i am absolutely furious um that we are in 2023 and well like what two weeks ago was the first time period products were tested using actual blood as okay. opposed to saline and water um what because <laughs> like they're they're completely different consistencies textures um and it's just, that is so bonkers. I just find that really quite scary. Um, the fact that there are so many waiting lists for women with gynecological uh, conditions, like PCOS, endometriosis, two of which of us around this table suffer from those very things. And um, the sheer, like, waiting time to just get seen, the pressures applied to women when it comes to health, that it always gets shoved down to have a baby or uh, lose some weight or, you know, you're a woman, deal with it. It's what a woman have. Like, I get really frustrated that that hasn't changed and there's a very big lack of money, resource and time that goes into, that doesn't go into women's health and it does go into men's health because, um, oh my gosh, the word's gone out of my head now. Um, I've just got a phallic symbol in my head. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Where's, where's all the money gone and it hasn't gone into female? Uh, Viagra. There's lots of oh, money yes. and funding into Viagra, Viagra to make men feel like they're still men and they can still do their, you know, what they're here to do. Yet, um, menstrual mm-hmm. cycles are not researched, Me, looked into. Just looking as an example. Menopause, all like, of that. My recent things with doctors is, oh, so I was diagnosed in 2016 with PCOS, polycystic ovaries. Did you, like... Um, yeah, so basically it's a syndrome where um, it's, it's an autoimmune disease. So it's mm-hmm. the signals in your brain aren't working properly, but it's more to do with your reproductive health. Mm-hmm. So the most classic symptom is you get cysts on your ovaries, mm-hmm. but they're not cysts, they're underdeveloped eggs. So like, you know, your period cycle, you have an egg that develops, obviously it isn't fertilised, so you have a period. Well, the brains in the signal stop that, so they, mm-hmm. they build up, and they're, they're like cysts in your ovaries, yeah. where they can't, so you, you have irregular periods, or you have no periods, and then that links to kind of mood swings, weight gain, hair loss, hair in other places where you mm-hmm. don't want it a list of different kind of symptoms. Um, and when I was diagnosed, you're not given any information. Mm-hmm. You're just saying, here's a birth control pill to regulate your periods, bring on fake periods. We'll see you when you want kids. So I'd gone six years just on the pill, having no periods, because I was like, well, when I'm ready to have kids, I can sort it out. Dealing with fine. all the side effects of the pill yeah. as well. That's it. And then I finally came off the pill because I was like, this isn't right. I've gone mm-hmm. six years without a period. There's something wrong here. Still didn't want kids, but I, I knew in myself yeah. that my body wasn't doing what it needed to. Um, and that's when I've kind of looked into it more myself. And it's so hard. And now I've waited two years for a gynecology appointment, finally had this appointment, and they've told me 
that now I am ready to have kids, I can't have them because they won't give me IVF because I'm too fat. But yet, the condition is what's making me unable mm-hmm. to lose weight. So really, when they diagnosed me in 2016, they should have helped me properly yeah. so that the weight wouldn't have been gained like it had. Mm-hmm. So that they could help me now. It's just yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. It's a cycle of... Yeah, there's a lot of fobbing off. There's a lot yeah. of masking yeah. of symptoms as well, isn't there? And again, like even with the pill, I'm very grateful that we have the pill. And But one, where's this apparent research into a male pill? Why hasn't that happened yet? Because that research has been talked about for years now. Do something about it. Do something with it. Why is it our responsibility to um, uh, be the people who, you know, are preventing unwanted pregnancies? Why is it on us? Um, and also, birth control has not been updated um, for 40 years, I think yeah. I've heard. 40 years. And even so just that's taking... quite scary because what was used 40 years ago uh, is still being used yeah. now on our bodies, which is bonkers. And it just doesn't make sense because even if you look at it in a sense of how it is right now, you'd think that so women's bodies are the ones that need to carry the babies, look mm. after the babies, and then in society's terms, look after the baby. Yeah. So why are we being given the pill that stops all of that yeah. and disrupts the whole cycle yeah. mm. when it's so much easier to symptoms. Just, as well yeah. telling us that periods are bad like yeah up until i started owning it and learning more about it through that girls group mm. like periods of, were like this awful thing like the like you were supposed to ignore it like yeah and and be more masculine yeah because that they don't have periods they just crack on with it and it's seen as like this disgusting blood that you get mm. and it's scary and mm-hmm. it's awful and yeah, I've been on my period this whole course and I've felt magical and yeah. <laughs> empowered. And I'm it's sad that these women don't get that and that yeah. they're seen as like, yeah. it's like this thing that should never be talked about. Yeah. And it's embarrassing yeah. if you leak or if something happens like that. And yeah, it's, it's awful that like they haven't, that mm-hmm. the health system isn't helping. No. And that it's actually so overrun that it can't help even if it wanted no, to. No, that's right. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I think women's yeah women's health is definitely yeah, what I'd check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like there's a whole other thing, but like autism in girls isn't diagnosed until later on when the masking stops mm-hmm. working because they haven't looked into it because yeah. they thought it was just in males and that that like even now it's not diagnosed very much. Right, women no. will be in their forties and only just yes. realise yeah. and and like boys i've like i know boys who have been like diagnosed when they were three and yeah. i was diagnosed when i was 12 yeah and it's like that is and there's no talk about it yeah. there's no it's sort of like they want it all to be forgotten yeah it's almost like as well we're as women we're supposed to just get on whatever the issue whatever the problem whatever the challenge whatever the situation doesn't matter what it is we are expected yeah. to just crack on with it right you've been diagnosed yeah, yeah 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 or uh, we, we, we've got you've got a few symptoms that might be that, but the likelihood is because you can present as this, or you're good at masking or, or hiding it um, better. Um, it's just there's this also I can't help but feel there's almost like that feeling, and this is quite you know quite heavy, but I can't help but feel like a, a woman's life is not considered as important as a man's life in the system, the general system as a whole. So it's worth investing, well that's the message we're being given, it's worth investing money and time in men's health, whether that's mental health, physical health, whatever. 
Um, granted, I do know, I do appreciate we do need more. They do need more support when it comes to the emotional side of things. Yeah, and I, knew, I know thing, men's yeah. suicide yeah. Is, is particularly high and that is definitely an area that they do not get enough support on and I am not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's, that's okay because it's absolutely not. Um, but it is almost like, you know, we're being told that we're not as worthy. We don't deserve it. We're not, <laughs> we're not worth investing in. Even though without us, we wouldn't have a system, a society. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. It's stupid, stupid. That's what I mean when I keep saying, like, I want to strip it right back to the very beginning and just be like, you know, yeah. take it back to yeah. the there's, basics. It's a Shakespeare play uh, called The Tempest, and it is, I think it's around where they're all on that island. Yeah. And I, want, I had to study it for a, a lesson, and a teacher pointed out that they t- there's only one woman on that island, yeah. all the other men... It's all just men, and mm. all men fighting for power. And she was saying like that it wouldn't plan out very long because one, like, how are you going to reproduce? How are you going yeah. to, how are you going to have reason and logic and like equality? But the whole point of it is that these men fighting for power and being in the present moment and just ignoring the need. And I sort of feel like sometimes that's like what's happening. It's just men fighting for power, and the, yeah. that one woman is being technically like given thoughts having a head that she needs to get married mm-hmm. and that she's too weak to be like she's taken advantage of in that yeah. that play and it's sort of like it's all that seems to happen yeah in plays yeah yeah change the narrative yeah yeah so i think that like wraps up our conversation yeah. thank you very much for listening um this was black widow practical magic serendipity barbie and dumpling wishing a very happy happy feminist day and connect with your power. Thank you for listening.